Welcome to the Eyewitness Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Jo Wilson, and this is the show for women who struggle to accept their worth, but want to embrace their gifts and share their witness for Jesus. We have a great show today about healing and hope. Our guest is my friend and fellow author, Carolyn Rice. Carolyn has suffered severe abuse and found comfort and healing at the feet of Jesus. Jesus led her to serve people in numerous ministries that helped her heal. In addition, she has served as the alumni director for Seattle Bible College, where she received her associate's degree. Carolyn's books encourage, empower, and walk women through the word of God into the victory that only can be found in Jesus Christ. Carolyn, welcome to the Eyewitness Podcast. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. So Carolyn, I just, why don't you just share with our listeners a little bit about your background, about your family, uh, whatever, like I say, you feel comfortable sharing and we'd love to know a little bit more about you. Okay. So I came from a background of severe trauma where I experienced physical violence, but I also witnessed physical violence as a child. And I grew up just with that trauma and that brokenness. And it just led to more dysfunction for me. Like I thought that I thought that dysfunction was normal. Mm. And so the Lord had to pull me out of that. I also come from a background of the occult. My family was into um, tarot cards, palm reading, the Ouija boards, just opening things up. And I didn't come from a Christian home. So that is what I knew. The only reason that I knew about Jesus at a young age was um, a woman named Wanda. And I went to her house and I had heard the name God mentioned and I didn't know what what who it was i was thinking he was like this big giant somebody said he was <laughs> this guy up in the sky and i really thought of jack and the beanstalk and so Aww. i went to my neighbor's house and i was like who's god is there really this big giant in the sky <laughs> so then she started telling me about jesus and how he died for my sins and that was my experience with the gospel as a child and i grew up with that and um, yeah, it's just the Lord had to bring me out of brokenness. My testimony about how I came to the Lord is through Wanda, but I grew up in that dysfunction and I grew up in the occult and I actually read tarot cards and I oh. was reading tarot cards one night and I heard this voice that said, turn on the TV and I turned on the TV and there was this woman on the radio and she was on the TV. She was talking about Ouija boards and tarot cards, stealing your soul and that we needed to live for Jesus. Wow. And yeah, I threw them away and I started walking from G walking with Jesus for the rest of, of my life. I never looked back. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. I'm so sorry that you had to endure the trauma that you had to endure. Uh, but sometimes God, you know, you brings you to the other side of it. Yes, he does. That that's amazing. I love that you were so had such a sweet heart and you thought, you know, this, this big guy in the sky, because it kind of would sound like that, you know, especially when you're young and you don't know. 
And that's that's really amazing. Um, I appreciate you sharing that so much. Do you remember who you saw on TV who was the um, who was talking about the tarot cards and talking about Jesus? Actually, I don't. It, it was so long ago. <laughs> I really don't remember who it was. Yeah, accomplished the accomplished the task. Yeah, <laughs> it planted a deep enough seed in you, right? It did. That's wonderful. So whenever you decided, whenever you saw on TV and you were like, wow, and you heard him, you heard his voice to you, which is, is really a very scary sometimes. It's like that reverent kind of fear that, you know, it's powerful, but it's not going to hurt you. Um, is that how you felt whenever you kind of heard him speak to your heart? I just actually didn't think anything of it. Just like, oh, I should turn on the TV then. Simple. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm so glad that you turned on the TV <laughs> that day. So where did where did you go from there? So whenever you um, decided to kind of follow, follow Jesus, so what did that walk look like? Yes, uh, it was a, a journey. It was a healing journey. And... One of the verses, when I think about my healing journey, one of the verses I think about is in Isaiah, and it talks about how God didn't bring them straight to the point where they could have been. He brought them the long way. And I feel like the Lord really brought me the long way. And there was a, a guy in our Bible college class one time, and he said, the journey with God, and he's drawing on the board, the journey with God, it goes from here to this point, and then it goes over here, and then here, and then here, and then finally you get over here. That is my journey with the Lord. He took me from one thing to another, and I really feel like my life is like that verse. He he had to take me the long way because the things that I faced, especially with a background of the occult, the things that I faced, to face them all at once would have been too much for me. It was a, a journey of healing and growing and bringing me step by step to a place of healing. And what I realized is that each thing he brought me to was it prepared me for the next thing. That's wonderful. That is so true that it is definitely a journey and it's all over the place. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I feel like you, you know, you hit the nail on the head whenever you say he is preparing you in each phase, you know, in each part of it. Um, that's wonderful. I think that, uh, that you, you know, someone with a history of what you've kind of gone through has such a wonderful opportunity to reach people in a different way, you know, because we always feel so much comfort when we have and speak to people that go through things that we go through too. Why don't you talk a little bit about when you went to Bible college and then some of the, um, because I know that you were involved in some women's ministries and what, uh, how, how, what was that journey like when you went to Bible college? Like, how was it learning there? Did you, you know, learn a lot of different techniques and tools and things like that, that helped you kind of embrace your story and then be able to share, um, especially with women that have maybe gone through similar things like you. Yeah, my 
journey to Bible college is interesting too, because <laughs> I wanted to be a librarian <laughs> and I, I worked <laughs> at the library and I would pray and I'd feel like go to Bible college instead. I was actually going to school to be a librarian. And then I was kind of like, kind of dismissed it. And then someone came to my house who had no idea what God had been talking to me about. And they were talking about Bible college and how great it would be. And then it kept coming up. So I said, Lord, if you really want me to go to Bible college, show me where to go. And so me and my husband are on this breakfast date and I look and just at the right time and there's this sign that says Seattle Bible College. And so I started checking it out and I said to my husband, I think, I think I need to go to Bible college instead of to where I was currently going. And he goes, well, where would you go? And I told him and he's like, that's where my family went. And I had no idea that they had gone there. So I wow. yeah, I went there and in one of the classes, um, one of the teachers said my name and he looked at me and he goes, so which rice do you belong to? So I, I came with this like legacy that wasn't <laughs> mine, you know, yeah. just my husband's, but it just, it, he firmly planted me and I didn't have a good really good grasp on the word when I went there. But through Bible college, I got that grasp of the word. I got that. I feel like I got a hose of the word, a fire hose just on me because I had not learned that stuff as a child or a young adult. And I really, I read my Bible, but I didn't understand a lot of it. So I just went to Bible college in obedience to Christ. And he really changed my life. I, I learned how to study the scriptures, how to understand the scriptures. I learned how to apply the scriptures to my life. I learned the background and the history. And I, I truly was a fire hose. And then I was able to take that and give it to other women. But what Bible college really did for me is to teach me how to live in that for the rest of my life, how to study the scriptures, how to pull out the truths. And that has, it's, you know, that saying, teach a man to fish and he'll fish for a lifetime. That's what I got at Bible college. That's wonderful. Wow. I didn't even think about how you didn't kind of grow up in that. Gosh, that would be like a fire hose for sure. Wow, that's amazing. But then, you know, the Holy Spirit helps you all the way, all the way through where he, where God guides, he provides. <laughs> yes. That's great. Oh, that's amazing. I love it so much. Um, so what else would you say, uh, how did you get into, so from Bible college, so your journey kind of went, so you have this like fire hose of information, you're having, you know, you're just embracing all of this learning. And like you said, implying it and having it just be part of you. It's like a part of you now. So is that what started your writing journey? Is that what started your kind of writing ministry, if you will? I think that provided the background. Mm -hmm. But after I graduated Bible college, I said, well, what next? Because I wanted to be a librarian. I went to Bible college because he told me to, and I had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> and 
So, and I don't think God did this. I don't think he caused it, but I broke my foot like a month after Bible college. And I was off of my foot for like five months because it, it had a, it took a long time to heal. Mm. And during that time, I was like, well, what do I do now? I can't clean my house. And like, you know, I'm just kind of sitting here. And that's when I saw this ad for writing classes. And I just knew that that's what I was supposed to do. And so I ended up studying writing and I studied it way longer than my foot was broken. I think I studied with this company for three, three and a half years. I'm just writing and how to put an article together, writing fiction and nonfiction. And, and that's where I learned all of this, how to write. Wow. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry you broke your foot. That takes so long. There is really nothing you can do at all. Did you have to have a cast? Um, I had one of those big or the, black the boot. boot. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, but man, what a way to just put you right into where you needed just to stop you at every, at all costs. <laughs> yep. He has a way of doing that, you know, taking you, but I think you are kind of showing us um, something that is really important that maybe you don't see or maybe have not even realized, but I definitely see it so clear. And it's just obedience, the obedience that you have for him, listening, guide, letting him guide you, surrendering the control, surrendering. That is so, so difficult. That is especially when from the background that you have, have living that, you know, cause a lot of times people go through like what you've gone through with the abuse and everything. It, there's such a fear based guy, like a fear guiding your life, you know, and it's so scary to give that control away and it, it's so hard. So I just, I think that's just wonderful. I think it's amazing. I think it's really inspiring. It inspires me for sure. I'm sure it's going to inspire a lot of women that listen to this. Um, to have that kind of obedience, to listen really to him and do what he's asking you, you know, even when he gives you a broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> so even in those, in those challenges, cause that in itself is a challenge. You know, we had, uh, something similar. My husband had an accident and just recently actually. And let me tell you, it's been a really hard, difficult time, you know, and your mom, right? You have, um, a daughter and a son and, you know, a great, wonderful granddaughter and most likely the glue kind of holding everybody together. And here you are with this boot on and can't walk. And so I, I love that you're, that you were sharing your knowledge and, and ministry in that way and, and started. Um, so after you did the writing classes, what was the first kind of project, like your first book? How did that look? Was that like difficult or did you start writing every day? Were you kind of putting everything together? How did that look? Was, what was that journey like? Cause I'm sure God was, was guiding you through that kind of all, every which way too, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I knew I was supposed to write a book and I knew how to write a devotion really well. And I felt like the Lord, this is some background on the book that I've never told anyone. I pulled out every verse I could find on the love of God. I meditated on that verse for myself. I studied that verse and then I turned each one into a devotion talking to a woman who has been broken. 
I basically I was talking to myself in the past and giving her hope and speaking life to her. And then I knew I was supposed to take all these devotions and turn them into a book. And I didn't know anything about publishing at all. And this person had introduced me to a publisher named Athena. And I prayed about, well, where am I supposed to go with this? And every time I prayed about it, I would see this Athena water truck go (laughs) Go by. Oh, my goodness. So... Yeah, I published my first book with Athena, and I, you know, I've gone on from there. But the Lord really showed me the publishing journey through her, and she really believed in in my book. And I did my first radio interview with her. It was it's just really praying and following Him. And when I realized that when you don't know where to go, just kind of wait until He shows you and step out and one thing that's coming to my mind is I was always afraid of making a mistake and doing the wrong thing. And one thing the Lord showed me one time is if I make a mistake, he's going to make sure I get back on the right road because he's a good father. So when we step out in that obedience, if we, if we do make a mistake, he's not going to, you know, judge us and, and, pound us with a hammer. He is going to lead us back in the right direction. Oh yeah. That's just beautiful. Carolyn, thank you so much for saying that because man, do we need to hear that? You know, it's very, it's, and I, I totally understand that fear of making a mistake, you know, um, that, that's something that always has kind of plagued me personally. And I think a lot of women too, listening to this is like, you want to try to do everything right. But yes, absolutely. Man, that is so funny about the truck. He's showing you right there. He's like, this is how you do this. This is just go with them. And that's it. (laughs) That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love during this kind of whole journey, even though it was kind of like scatter plot, you know, everywhere, but through it, you're, when you look back and kind of reflect, do you feel like your trust just grew and grew and grew, even though you still had challenges? I mean, you still had, you broke your foot, you know, and I'm sure, you know, there was other different challenges through that you never published before. Um, and thank you for sharing that too, about how you put your book together, especially if you've never shared that before. That's so, I feel honored that you're sharing that with us today, honestly, That's so much work going through each verse like that, you know, and especially when you have no idea, like you didn't plan necessarily to put them into a book. So you, you were doing that genuinely to, to learn and God just has repurposed it and made it, made it new. And that's just so inspiring, honestly. Do you feel like your trust though throughout this is kind of growing and growing or is it still kind of like, sometimes you're like, what the, what's he doing? (laughs) You know? (laughs) <laughs> it's it's growing, but then yeah, I enter into situations. And I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't understand this. Why am I going through this? I disobeyed <laughs> you, and then I have to stop and remind myself what He's already done. And when I do that, it helps me trust Him to move forward. Into I, even now I'm in a time of transition where we've, my husband and I have walked into things that we didn't 
realize we would walk into. And Mm -hmm. the Lord keeps putting that verse in front of me. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm crying right now, but I will see the goodness of the Lord. I will have joy. I will praise the Lord once again. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That was going to be my next uh, question for you, but is there a verse that really kind of resonated with you, you know, that you'd like to share? Because I feel like, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, sometimes you can't, especially when it's like hard times, it's, you can't really remember, you're like overwhelmed and feeling really upset and things like that. So it sounds like you said that verse is from Isaiah. Um, Yeah. I didn't write that one down though. You asked me for a verse, but <laughs> oh, no worries, no worries, no worries. We love it. I love it. Um, I did write one, but down, that's though. oh, oh, good. Did you write one down? What, what's the verse you'd want to share? Um, John fourteen twenty seven is peace. I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. That is so powerful. That really is. And that definitely, I can see where that verse can, can really stick with you in your journey for sure. It's not easy to find peace in this world, but especially when you've had a start like you've had as a child. So yes, thank you so much for sharing that. So what are you tell us a little bit more where we can find you and where we would be able to find your books. And I, I know that you have a new book coming out, um, Healing the Father Wound. Why don't you talk a little bit about that book and kind of how that book can really bless our listeners, um, especially with the focus of healing and just that hope that Jesus provides. Okay. So Healing the Father Wound is a book about looking at God the Father I'm just going to share the story of where this book came from. (laughs) Great. Share away. (laughs) We were sitting in a church and this pastor from our church, he's not the regular pastor, but he was speaking. And he said, anyone who's birthing something in prayer, stand up. And I felt like, well, maybe I should stand up, but I don't know. And my husband's kind of looking at me like, you should stand up. But I didn't. (laughs) And then this this guy, because he wanted to pray for um, intercessors. And then my heart started like beating out my chest. And this guy goes, the woman who's sitting there and your heart is beating fast, you need to stand up too. And so I stood up and this man, I now I know him very well. And he's a very good and faithful and authentic Christian man. But when I stood up, I looked at him and I saw anger. Mm-hmm. And I went back home and the Lord was like putting on my heart, go back and watch that Facebook live of that church service. And so I did. And when I stood up, there was no anger on his face at all. So the Lord showed me that. I was putting anger on any man that was an authority. I was seeing him as angry. I was seeing him as, you know, controlling. And I knew that I needed healing from that. So healing the father wound is going through the book of Mark, because Mark is the action book, and looking at the actions of Jesus, 
because John 14, 9 says that when you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. And relating to what we see in Jesus by his actions to what our Heavenly Father is like. Because so many women who have been through trauma and abuse, and I myself, we have looked at other men and authority and even the Heavenly Father as angry, as controlling, as you know, mean. And that's not who our Heavenly Father is. And so it's just looking at who He is. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that too. I love that your heart was beating out of your chest and he just called it so accurately like that. That's, that's crazy. But that is, that's very true. That's a lot of women struggle with that for sure. And, you know, I, it's so humbling. I, I love the humility that you had too. And again, it goes back to your obedience so much to listen and, and then looking at it again, because you could easily say, no, this is, no, this is how I see it. But you go back and you saw how he didn't have that on his face at all, that he was just trying to call you, you know, and to, to kind of validate what you were already hearing and feeling. That's amazing. We can find this book on your website. Yes. Yes. It's at carolynsbooks.com. Wonderful. Wonderful. I will definitely put a link in the show notes. And uh, this is Carolyn's newest book, Healing the Father Wound, which sounds like it would be extremely inspiring and just bless so many people um, struggling with that. I mean, absolutely. Especially like you said, in the, the book of Mark, it's such a wonderful book. And um, so we'll definitely link to that in the show notes. And uh, Carolyn, what, so before we go, is there any other piece of encouragement that you would like to share with uh, the women who are listening, just a kind of a takeaway from your journey of where Jesus kind of brought you from even whenever you were young, all the way until now through all of this obedience that you've showed and really trying to listening. Is there one piece of encouragement that you would like to share for women that may have struggled um, or are still struggling with what you um, have endured in your life? Do not give up. And keep following the Lord. He's going to bring you on a journey. And it may not look how you want it to look. You may not be miraculously healed overnight. But tomorrow you will be a little bit more healed than today. And a month from now you'll be more healed than you are today. And when you look back years, you'll see all that the Lord has done in your life. And we may not understand why things happen the way that they do. But when we are old, when we're, you know, on our last days, we'll be able to look back and see how good the Lord is. I mean, I'm, I'm mid, you know, middle aged, and I already am looking back and seeing how wonderful the Lord has been to me. Where would I be without him? I just, I don't even want to think about it. Yes, totally. I agree. Thank you so much for that. That's just wonderful. And we really, I, like I said, I feel honored that you're here today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's extremely inspirational to all of us. I know I, I definitely have a uh, new outlook on a lot of things, especially the struggles that you've gone through. And I can't wait to read your book. So I will definitely link in the show notes, like I said. And Carolyn, thank you so much again for being here. 
If you or someone that you know is struggling with abuse or domestic violence, you can always call 1-800-799-7233, or you can go to thehotline.org. That is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, and someone is always available to help you. I hope you enjoyed today's show. You'll find links to what we discussed in the blog post version of this episode at eyewitnesspodcast.com and our show is brought to you today by the Wilson shop on Etsy beautiful designs and encouraging words can change the world if you're looking for positive messaging on your favorite apparel journals and home decor visit the wilsonshop.com if this episode encouraged you please consider sending it to one friend you think would benefit from what we've discussed I'm so grateful for this time with you and thank you for listening.